Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Barbie, Hannah's mom. And we We saved saved you a spot. spot. All right, kick us off, mom. All right, so welcome back. We're excited. This is episode 11. We've been with you for a while now and um, hope you have your coffee and (laughs) you're ready for um, a little, about an hour, hanging out with Hannah and I, talking about our week, things that are important to us and, um, and the upcoming Independence Day holiday. Yes. I always Which we're call so excited it, for. We are excited. I call it 4th of July too much, but I really want to work on calling it Independence Day. Yeah. Because that's the big deal, not the date, but the fact that that's, that's the when, importance of it. That's the, yeah, that's the importance of it. And that's when, isn't that July 4th when the Continental Congress approved? Was when, that the exact date? Was July 4th? Or yeah, is that they just adopted, really? yeah. July 4th is when they adopted the Declaration of Independence. And then August 2nd is when the delegates, delegates, mm-hmm. I've been listening to, uh, who's my friend? I don't know. Who? The one that, oh, it's very sad. I don't think, wait, what? The one that had the stroke. Eric. No. Who? The one that you guys talk about on the show. And he wears the hoodie. Oh, Fetterman. Yes. And so I said delegates incorrectly. Oh my gosh. I was so confused. I was like, who have you been listening to? What? Yeah, no, I know. Anyway, so August 2nd, 1776 is when the delegates began to sign it. Okay, cool. um, Yeah. So I just, I'm working on calling it Independence Day rather than the 4th of July or July 4th or many of the other things that they say. And um, we have a fun thing that Grandma Jan sent. It is fun. It is hard to read. It's it's a little tricky because um, she doesn't take a picture of the whole thing. She tries to um, crop what we want. Crop what we want. And it's like, mm, Grandma, But Mom. she's cutting off words. I'm so <laughs> yeah. confused. So anyway, wait, I was able to print it. But what's cool is this little thing that we're going to read a little bit later. Um, Hannah's actually going to read it because she reads better. I don't read better. And she has a prettier voice. But it's no. from Thurston County. Um, Which is in Washington. The Council of Aging, their paper, and it talked about what actually happened to the people that signed the Declaration of Independence. So we're going to read that a little bit later, but we just kind of want to check in and see how each other's week was and what what things are going on. I have a question first. What is your question? When is that newspaper from? Is it a newer? Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's the July 2023 edition. Oh, okay, so it's brand new. It's brand new. It just came out. Grandma sent it to me last night Cool. So um, for us to look over. So I thought you already read it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What were you going to talk about? I just was very curious about this newspaper. <laughs> well, you've, so your day, my day includes every day fighting with the bank for two hours I over know. my identity theft and the messes that have happened since then. So if I can ever get out from the mess that the bank created, I am jumping. Sorry, that big bank that we all know about that, mom that worked I worked for 30 years, for 30 years, we're done. But I'm breaking to, up with them. We're breaking up, but I have to clean up the mess first. Aren't you a bigger fan of local credit unions now? I like I like the credit unions. I they, you go in and you feel like, hey, we're happy you're here. We actually care about you. Yeah, and and there are some people at the that big bank that are very sweet and really helpful to me. But that Colin and oh, you have to talk to this department. You have to talk to that department. Literally, it takes me forty five minutes just to get to the right person. And so someday this mess will be cleaned up and I can enjoy life again. But for now, I don't know what I would do if I worked. Yeah. I can. Yeah, mom. I don't know what you would do either. Yeah. Hey, last weekend was fun. What did we do last weekend? Your, your whole last weekend was about... Kids, my family. 
and socializing. So <laughs> Friday night, what'd you do Friday night? We went out for Casey's best friend Hawk's birthday. And what'd you guys do? We went to, um, oh my gosh, I don't even think I told you about all of it. So we we'll went out to this place called Mojo Number no. 4. It's a barbecue restaurant. And where's that? It is in like Riverside, Avondale area in Jacksonville. Oh, isn't that kind of a little bit more of a yuppie area? So it's like, there are like these like multi-million dollar houses. And then like, if you go two blocks over, mm-hmm. it like, it's not as yuppie. But doesn't it, isn't that the kind of place where you'd expect there to be organic food and juicing and yeah. little twinkle lights? Yeah, a hundred percent. But not I the love barbecue restaurant. No, not the barbecue restaurant. No. And there were so many different barbecues. Um, my my friend Alexa, she got like three different meats and she loved it. Oh, wow. Like you just, you can order like a sample platter? Yeah, it was almost like a sample platter. And then I think it came with like two or three sides. It was really cool. And they had, they had really good sides. Um, they had collard greens and mashed potatoes and mm, um, collard Casey greens. actually really liked his, liked his cornbread that he got. Was it moist? Yeah, apparently it was moist. Still nobody makes better cornbread than your dad. Was it as good as dad's? No, I tried to bite. It was not as good as dad's, but it was pretty good. Okay. Um, and does he put honey and butter on his? Casey? Mm-hmm. Casey doesn't make it. Make it? No, when he eats it. Well, no, it are, that's that's what was funny is I took a bite and it tasted like it already had it. Mm. So that's, that that's, a, that's a plus. Um, but I, it was really cool. So, you know, I love Reuben sandwiches, right? I love Reuben sandwiches. I love them so much. I love sauerkraut. I like lots of like pickled tasting things. I even like um, the rye bread that it comes on. Oh, yes. Well, this Good didn't, rye bread. This didn't come on rye bread. It came on Texas toast. But uh, yeah, it, no. that's what you just, you just throw the bread on the side. Okay. Um, I'm car- carnivore anyway these days, so. <laughs> yes, but the reason I ordered it is because I, they had good slaw that came on it. Sweet or sour or? Both. Okay. Sweet and sour, like sl- not like Asian. With but plenty of salt. Plenty of salt. And then it came with that Thousand Island and dillweed. Did it have dillweed in it? I, I think it did. It, it was really good. Okay. And then, uh, so slaw, sauerkraut, um, uh, Swiss cheese, and Thousand Island. Oh, that sounds good. And but being pregnant, I just can't eat as much, so I only ate half. <laughs> and then, did you take the rest home? Yeah. Or and who, then I just, who ate it at home? You or Casey? Me. Casey like has to make sure he eats his his um, leftovers within a day because guess what. I know that he will let them go to waste sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure leftovers don't go to waste. So he has to eat them within like, I don't want to say 24 hours, but like 36 hours. <laughs> well, here's a true story. So Lizzie was not, Lizzie's your sister that mm-hmm. didn't live with us always growing up, but she'd come in and be with us too. And we'd go out to eat and she'd put her leftovers in the fridge and she'd have her name on them and dad would get them in the middle of the night and eat them. Even Mom. with her name on them? Yeah. And I'm like, you have to write a note and put skull and crossbones on them. Stay out. Do not eat. Yeah, exactly. Which Casey's eaten my leftovers before. Mm, but um, I hate when people eat my leftovers. I know. Well, but here's the thing. Casey also lets his go to waste a lot of times, so I never know. But um, anyway, he ate his this time on the way to the pool, actually. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah, so we did that, and then we went to- a- Wait, don't jump ahead, because I have two questions for you. First, who all- who all went? How many young couples? What kind of a group there, was this? I believe there were four young couples, I believe. So it was Casey, myself, mm-hmm. um, Hawk, the birth of boy. Okay. And you Bri- guys have been married two years. Hawk is not married, dating. Brianna. Okay. Yep. Um, and they've been dating for a while. Uh, and Brianna's not 30 yet. No, Brianna's not 30 okay. yet. And Hawk, okay. Hawk just turned 29. Just for everyone that's listening, this is a 
young couples under 30. Well, not all of them. Did one, somebody turn 30? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then there's Will and Alexa. Will is 30. Oh, Will did turn 30. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Okay. Um, and then, and they have one baby. They're married and they have one baby. Right. And then there is Adam and Katie and they have two kids. Oh, I love Adam and Katie. And Adam is 29, I think. And Adam rocks a mullet like you wouldn't believe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Super neat guy, professional. Um, he was in the, your wedding, uh-huh. but uh, his mullet, he's, he had it before it was popular. I mean, it was popular and then it <laughs> kind of faded out and then it's back. Yeah. But uh, he has a great mullet. Okay. One more question because okay. I want to ask about their collard greens. That is, I didn't grow up eating collard greens in the Pacific Northwest. And they had the, the South- pepper vinegar too. So okay. you know, it's a good place, good barbecue place if they have the pepper vinegar. Now tell me what pepper, because I kind of know, but describe pepper vinegar. Um, so it's vinegar that's on the table, but then there's little peppers in the vinegar and mm-hmm. it makes it like a spicy vinegar. Because you used to have dad always buy that for you at yeah. um, the farmer's markets and things. They have the homemade kind and there's like 80 different like choices. But and I like lots of garlic in my pepper vinegar. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, but this is a pe- pepper vinegar that you always put in your collard greens and it just makes it heavenly. And did it have bacon in the collard greens, ham hock, what'd they have? I couldn't tell if it was bacon or ham hock. Oh, because I like lots of... But it was heavy. It definitely had the meat portion. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Um, So after that, we went to this uh, place called Ardwolf Brewery. What? Ardwolf. Ardwolf? Yeah. A brewery? It's a brewery, yeah. A big brewery? A little brewery? Mm, It's like average size. Brewery means beer to me because I grew up in Olympia area. Yes. It is a a beer factory. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, it's a little little beer place. They They don't serve food, but they have a food truck outside. Um, Wait a minute. Is the food truck always outside? Yeah, I think it is because there's a little, like it closes down. Okay. At night and it just stays there. Like it's not on wheels, I don't think. Okay. There's a place down in Key West, this little older lady that Grandma Jan made good friends with. She has all these different businesses right at the southernmost point. Cool older lady. And there's a food truck parked there that services the business that just is mostly bars and music. But it's her food truck, too, that her family runs, I think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's, that's really kind of cool. get to be a thing. Yeah, well, Casey and I, guys, I did not force my husband to not drink during this time of me being pregnant. He voluntarily did it, but um, he's not drinking while I'm not drinking. And so, you know, most of our friends had gotten, like, a beer or something at this brewery because there's, like, a lot of local, like, beers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like, I was fine. I was just chatting with everyone. You're always chatting. Yeah. <laughs> And all of a sudden I see like his friend, um, I guess Casey had given like his card or whatever um, to his friend and he sets what I thought was a beer in front of him. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> not because I cared. I, and, and just for anyone that's not able to see, she just threw her bracelet down for emphasis. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't that I, I cared if he was drinking. It was the fact that he had said that he wasn't going to. It has not, like, he could have drank this entire pregnancy and I would not have cared. It's the, it's the principle yeah. of it. Yeah. Never make a promise to Hannah because she'll hold you to it. A hundred percent. And then he sets one in front of me and I was like, what are you doing? Guess what? Root beer? Was not a beer. It was a Mexican cola. Oh. And I'd never had it. Is Mexican- that like with cane sugar in it? Yeah. And a lot more like natural ingredients because Casey, well, Casey drinks soda. I don't, I don't drink soda. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I occasionally will. I really like... If I'm splurging, I will have a root beer. Okay. If I'm going to have a, a soda, uh-huh. I, I have had sodas and I think it's like drinking poison, but that's a whole nother topic. But I have some at our house and they're 
like crafted root beers. Yeah, in I know what you're the talking brown about. Yeah. bottle, and they're all bougie, and they taste so good. They yeah. taste they're they're worth all the poison. It was pretty fantastic. Although my stomach hurt because I'm not used to, you know, mm-hmm. drinking slash eating that oh, much that sugar. Sounds like fun. But yeah, it was so really cool. So we kind of felt like included into the brewery. You went to dinner into the brewery, and then we left before most people because we were so tired. Because you guys are old. We're old. I know. So like Acting. we're like the average age of the couples. Like he's the youngest guy, but I'm the oldest girl, even though Casey's still older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait. I'm not the oldest girl. Brianna is. But we're like right in the middle. Like right. if you're averaging our ages, we're in the middle of all the couples. Yep. And um, so but, but we're, we're kind of homebodies now, and we're usually in bed by 10. Oh, Dad and I are homebodies. I like to go because theaters have changed so much since I was a girl. I love to go to the movie theater. But I like to go in the afternoons. There's like not a matinee. I like to go to the matinee. I like when no people are there. I I love children, but my children were supposed to sit down and behave. I don't like when children are standing up on the seats or hollering. My gosh, you would have spanked us so hard. Yeah. Well, would you would have. have taken us outside first. I would have taken you outside so it didn't wreck anybody else's good time. Uh-huh. And I would have reminded you that you were wrecking everyone's good time, including mine and the fortune that I paid to take you. And also remember when we used to go to the movies, I never bought treats. No. I, Casey I, and I will occasionally buy a treat now. Mm-hmm. But I think, don't judge us, mom. I'm going to judge you, but say I, it. You already know what I'm going to say, don't Did you? Did you have treats delivered to your seat? Oh, no. No, <gasps> I was going to say when we have a baby, uh-huh. like when we have kids, Yeah, I think we're going to... um. The treats or the baby? The treats. Oh, I, okay. I I know this story. No, I absolutely always take treats in because it doesn't impact whether or not I'm going to buy goodies at the theater. And I'm, I clean up my messes. And they charge like airplane prices for food or (laughs) airport prices for food. They, it's expensive, but I never lie. Like if they ask, do you have anything in your bag? I am honest. Matter of fact, one time, because I was very poor and I was taking Mario to the movies and the person said, do you have anything in your bag? And I said, I do. I said, I didn't want to lie about it in front of my, you know, to any, for any reason. I said, I do, but I can't afford to buy treats. So I had to bring our own. And um, anyway, he's like, okay, go ahead, take them in. And he kind of- did you get like an honesty poster or something? And so then he came and he brought me all these posters, these movie posters and said, thank you. I really appreciate that you were honest about- That would never happen now, by the way. I don't know. Good things always happen to me, Han. That's true. Also, I just got a very happy text. From who? My husband. Who else? What did he say? Apparently, we get to borrow the boat next week while I'm on vacation. Really? For like, (gasps) I I think it's for the whole week, but I'm not 100% positive. Papa's boat? Yeah. Because, well, Casey and I are trying to like save money and and all that. And like, Casey's like, at minimum, like we spend $1,000 even going somewhere local and close. Like, you know, for an Airbnb, like at minimum, if we were to go on an actual vacation. Oh, you can sleep in the back of your car like I do. Yeah, that we have a home. <laughs> we have a home for that. Um, so instead, the less expensive but still very fun option is to take um, the pontoon boat, Casey's grandparents' pontoon boat, um, in different locations around, like us, um, and go on the water. Now, does that is that going to boost your? Because you guys were talking about going to some of the springs locally. There are- Only one. We only wanted to go to the springs one day. Okay, wait. How many springs are there locally? Is it 900? I have no idea. There's like- The article I looked at today, um, there's 17 popular springs. Right. But I know there's way more than that. 
I think it's nine or seven hundred. That is crazy. Because Dad and I watched a video on YouTube last night about all the springs that there are. There are nearly nine hundred springs that bubble to the surface in Florida, and if you haven't ever seen a spring, if you're from another part of the country than Florida, look up natural springs in Florida. Um, start with maybe Ginny Springs or what's the Wiki Waki? Wiki Waki. Wiki or Ichitakni is really beautiful too. Yeah. Or the Devil's Den. And the thing is, you can see the water is clear. It's beautiful. You can see all the, the nature below it. They're beautiful. They're much colder than the rivers. Wait, like it is not even funny how much colder. Mm-mm. But did you hear, okay, Devil's Den, is that the one? That's the one that Jay was talking about earlier today. Oh, you weren't listening. No. Um, That's the one that we went to with Mario. Yep. And and you go, you go kind of through a little bit of a, a cave and you are on a platform down there. But when we went with Mario, so what Devil's Den is, is it's, it's kind of like a hole in the ground and you go down in and it's a cave and all the water's down there and there's a platform down there and you can take stairs down there. But there's also this rope swing that you take and you <laughs> swing out over and you drop in. It's kind of scary. We love that. Really fun. Yeah, that that is cool. But, um, but you re- have to call and make an appointment. But the, Yeah, you have to call now and make an appointment. But the reason they call it Devil's Den is because the temperature of the water and when it's cooler and the way it funnels up, steam will come up. Is that why? During the colder. Yeah. So it looks like steam coming up from the earth and that's why they call it that. Yeah. It was really cool. Oh, we didn't even finish talking about our weekend. Okay. Finish talking. I know a little bit of a bird trail, but you know. um, Okay. So then on Saturday night I had, um, I'm so sorry. I don't know what that was. (laughs) Okay. Um, I had, we, sorry, my husband, Casey, uh, we had Mario, my brother and Huli, his wife and their three children, Dominic, Emily and Kylie. We had all of them come over for a movie night and it was so much fun. Mom, I gave them so much candy. It's not even funny. And Mario approved. I don't know, but he had fun <laughs> and I like so much candy. It's and not they even want funny. a dog. The kids want a dog. Do they? So they probably loved your dog. Yeah. They're never getting a Gosh. dog because they have enough work on their plates without a dog. They were obsessed with him and I had to lock Cunningham up at one point because Kylie tried to play with did, Cunningham. Did and he Cunningham- growl? No, Cunningham like plays a lot with Casey, but Kylie is literally half the size of Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Like weight wise, he's she's two. eight and a half years old, but she's petite. Yeah, well, and Cunningham's fat. <laughs> he just is. Um, he's not fat. He he's. I mean, he's like partially pit, so he's got some muscle to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's a chunky boy. Um, but like he was like doing like the leap thing that he does with like Casey. Because oh yeah, that's how Casey he gets play. down on his two feet and he kind of jumps. Well, he he hadn't jumped, but, like, he was, like, leaping towards her. Right. And I, like, because, like, it looks like he's being mean when he's playing, but he's not being mean. Mm-hmm. But still, like, even if he did, like, a play bite, because, like, he'll do play bites with Casey, which I don't like. Yeah, you um, better have him not do that anymore. Yeah, well, and it's not even a—I don't want to call it a bite. It's, like, it's—there's not even, like, any mark left. So it's not a—but— I wasn't willing to risk it with Kylie. Sure. And, but Kylie eggs him on. <laughs> no, and she for sure does. She 100% does. Yeah. And like Dominic was like grabbing his tail and like moving it back and forth. But as soon as that happened, I have never jumped up from the couch so fast. <laughs> and I put, Cunningham was like, it's the only time I think I've ever seen him scared of me. <laughs> and I locked him <laughs> in his cage immediately. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cause you, he doesn't understand. No, no, no. Well, yeah. No, and the and whole he's little been play- protective of Kylie before. 
Oh, I know. And he but really was just playing. The the whole little play bitey thing, because doesn't he have a little bit of um, pet in him? A little bit, yeah. And I just would never want somebody to misunderstand that that was a play bite. Yeah. You know, because you know how that all is. Well, and like, yeah, he's, no. So what movie did you guys watch? We watched this a goofy movie. And, and what, what year did that come out? Because you kids watched it, it when Mom, Mario it, and the girls were young. Hold on. Let's see. The Goofy movie. It came out, I think. Hold on. I think it might have come out the year I was born. Because Mario's 10 years older than you are. It came out <laughs> four months before I was born. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, it's a really fun movie. And. It was our cult movie. Like whenever Victoria and Lizzie didn't grow up in our house. So whenever mm-hmm. they came, it was like the first movie we all watched together. Yeah. And Casey really liked it. So we we had this thought and I think you would like this. Hmm. Um, we're not really cool with the newer Disney movies. Right. But I understand. But I think he said like a 2008 cutoff or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so like any of the older Disney movies will be good with like he bought both the Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. And the second Goofy movie. I have, so I have that older television, you know, that you the put The one that the, I had in my college dorm. Yep. <laughs> the, the one that you put the VHS tapes yeah. in. And I have a lot of the older Disney VHS tapes. And I'd like to get more of them because it's not that I'm, I don't love a certain group or anything, but I'm old fashioned. I just like nice little happy, happy, dumb movies that don't have an agenda. <laughs> Also, no, I don't mean dumb. I just mean like lighthearted. Like there's no point in getting serious like mm-hmm. with children. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to own the rest of them, but someday one of you will have that TV because I saved the TV because a VCR is too hard to hook up anymore. Yeah, but it has the built-in VCR, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Yeah, and I like it. Gosh, I remember I used to watch movies over and over. I watched Fern Gully so much. Fern Gully is the reason that I don't like to recycle. Did you know that? It makes sense. Because... For those of you who haven't watched the cartoon Fern Gully, it's this big oil spewing guzzler of the rainforest. And it reminds me of these big trucks that come around to pick up my third of a container of recycle material. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're trying to be good to the environment, but we have this big old guzzling machine coming around. I don't know. I feel like there should be a better solution. Not sure what it is. But okay, so you guys did that. And then on Sunday after church, we all met. We all met at the water park. Yeah, that was, dad had such a good time. Did he really? Mm-hmm. That makes me really happy. Sorry, I'm texting Casey telling him I'm going to be home closer to 730. Oh, yay. Because um, we were going to talk to me. Yeah, because I'm talking to you. Uh, yeah, mom, it was so fun. Do you want to tell about the rule I broke? You break a lot of rules. Oh, you went on the big slide. I did. You're four months pregnant. I don't think you're supposed to do that anymore. I know. I said something about that, but then I was like, I feel like this is just for liability. And it's not like it was a crazy slide. Yeah. But you and Casey are going to make really good parents because Casey, the whole time he was there, was throwing the kids back and forth and swimming with them on his back. So he had so much fun. I can see you guys doing that. And dad was just happy. He had his beer and he was sitting in his chair and then he'd go sit in the water. It was a great day. It was such a fun day. I love it there. Anyway, yeah, that was fun. But that brings me to this week. You guys are going on vacation. We're going on vacation. Oh, yeah. What, how long are you going on vacation for? Mm, I think we'll come back next. Okay, we're leaving this Sunday, and I think we'll come back the next Saturday. Mm. And I haven't decided. We kind of talked about going to Dollywood. Well, I feel like you should boycott Dollywood because of the last time. <laughs> 
I was annoyed, but they were trying to be safe. So what happened is Zane and I went to Dollywood. We were going for um, Christmas, the, right? the Christmas holiday because they make it look all cute and stuff. But there was barely any snow and they closed it. Yeah. And then they said, okay, but we'll for sure be open tomorrow. And then they closed it tomorrow and it was less snow. So I want to try it again because I love Dolly Parton regardless. Yeah, it's, she's great. Dollywood's supposed to be very, you know, wholesome. And um, we're, I think we're going to do some camping on the way. Dad's like, let's get our hotels lined up. And I'm like, no, I don't like a plan. That makes me feel like I'm on a schedule. This is where dad and I are very similar. I know. You guys are similar. He likes hotels. I like well, to no, sleep. Not, no, it's not that I like hotels. I just, I'm very planned. Mm, no, because <laughs> my life is planned and I'm very type A. Vacation for me has to be not scripted. Yeah. It's like freedom. That's kind of how I'm wanting it to be next week. Like mm -hmm. we have plans um, with Casey's uh, sister and brother-in-law on 4th of July. Oh, what are you guys going to do? We're going to the beach. Mm. Casey brought his Jeep home. Not my Jeep. His Jeep with the uh, snorkel? Yeah. Oh, I like that Jeep. You know, it's a great... I might like that Jeep better than your newer Jeep. My Jeep has four-wheel drive. Oh, well, that's good. Um, but yeah, so that we can drive it on the beach because he doesn't want... If we can avoid it, he mm -hmm. doesn't want to drive our new Jeep on the beach. No, I don't blame him. Um, oh, that'll be really so fun. So yeah, he brought home the other Jeep and we're going to go um, to the beach with them on 4th of July. That'll be good. What and are I you all doing? Who... Who out there is making potato salad? That was a staple for years. Do you know what is crazy? What? Okay. So this was a first time thing. So when I met Casey's Mimi and Papa mm -hmm. and basically whole family, remember that was the day we started officially dating. Cause after that I was like, so are we like boyfriend and girlfriend? Because I just met literally your entire family. I remember you coming home thinking they were a pretty great family. They were fantastic. But I literally met like aunts, uncles, cousins, great aunts, great uncles. Do you remember? Was that planned? Casey thought, he goes, my grandparents want to meet you. I said, okay. And he thought it was just his grandparents. He knew his mom would probably come over because she lived next door. Mm -hmm. But like that was like the extent of it. Everyone was there. Well, Mimi and Papa, aren't they kind of like the hierarchy old school? Yeah. Everybody centers around <laughs> Ab Absolutely. Them. And so, yeah. um, sorry, all of this to say, the first time ever I tried Southern potato salad and Southern potato salad is served warm. What? Now, what is Southern potato salad? Because I make mine with lots of eggs, potatoes. I prefer Yukon gold. With mustard? With a little bit of mustard, best foods mayonnaise or Hellman's as they call it in the South. Salt and pepper, pickle juice, some pickles, some celery. I mean, it's basically the same, but it's warm. Interesting. Isn't that weird? That is very I mean, weird. It's not bad. It's good. I just had never had it warm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, tell Mimi to invite me over when I'm done with carnivore. By the way, I've lost four pounds on carnivore. Are you loving it? Uh, you know what? I love all foods, so it's a little tricky, but I'm doing fine. But do you, how does your energy feel? Because I felt really good on carnivore. I feel good. And um, Mario about died laughing when he came and looked in our fridge. Oh my, Ma, okay. Tell the people, mom, tell them. All right. I have a thing for the, what is it called? Gire? Guerrero, Guerrero cheese, Gruyere. Um, the egg bites at Starbucks, but they're very expensive. So I only get them once in a blue moon. Well, Costco carries them and they'd been out for a while. So Mario comes home and he, he gave me when he lied. He said they were BOGO because he wouldn't I know. I told him and he's like, wait, I thought she knew I was joking. Dang it. Now I feel bad. She thinks I like. Yeah. He called me because I said, I'm going tomorrow to get yeah, I a told bunch him. of egg I said, bites. oh, mom's going to go get me some. 
And um, so he said, no, I just gave you one. Anyway, I bought eight boxes of egg bites. Mom, by the way, those are $15 a piece, right? Mm-hmm. I'm about to do some math. So eight boxes, there's five servings, two per serving. So that's not it's, bad. It's 80, right? 80 egg bites in total? 15 divided by... No, Mom, that's not what I'm saying. There's eight, there's there's 10 per box, right? Right. So you got 80 egg bites? Yeah. Are you going to figure out how much per egg bite? No, no, no. I'm not doing that. Do not wreck my joy. No, that's not what I'm doing. Anyway, um, pretty much I'm eating those, which is a little bit dirty keto because they have like a couple carbs You're not in doing them. keto. Carnivore, excuse me. Whoa. You're doing keto. Yeah. Um, you spent so much on egg bites. But I'm not, I'm not eating anything else. I know, I know, I know. That and hamburgers and some cheese. It's not bad. It's and only a dollar and a half per egg bite. One little round egg bite? Yeah, just one. Ooh, that's kind of a lot, actually. Yeah. We need to look up the recipe for them so we can make them ourselves. Because it has a certain tartness that I like. You know, I Did have, you notice that? I've made egg bites. I like to use Yours the, are not as good. Oh, thanks. No, I... <laughs> thanks. No, I didn't mean it like that. I just mean like it... Uh, there's like a really good smoothness to these. Well, they probably whip them more than I do. Do you think that's what it is? Uh, but we can learn to do that. Yeah. Um, Yours are not bad though. You had like some good, what was it, oregano? Or you had some good herbs that you put in there. Yeah. And so I can make egg bites. And I like to use silicone muffin pans because right. they pop out really nicely. Yeah. And then I just wrapped them up and put them in the freezer. I think that's smart. I made them ahead of time. So they were good. But That's really great. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. You're doing fantastic. I had... I had, I won't say. <laughs> just say it. No, so I think people sometimes think that I'm naive or maybe just unaware. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, remember, we I, I posted that picture today of me with my Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. And and somebody told me, remember, you're not actually eating for two and it's actually really dangerous. Um, so you shouldn't be consuming that much. And I was like, wait, I don't think that I'm eating for two. Like, oh, did they think you were eating that whole container? I, I think that might be what had happened. And I said, I actually went to the doctor and I, I wasn't eating enough calories. Um, and I said, so I, you know, I, I had to up it. I don't up it. Like I'm not eating that entire thing, but I've never thought that you should eat for two, but I was under eating. Well, back when, okay, let's talk about the differences about having babies. I had my children from, let's see, Dominic was born in 83. So from 83 to 95 is when I was having my babies. Right. And we didn't have near the information back then. Sorry. And the doctor kind of saw us and said, okay, you're good. Go home. Yeah. And I gained, I was 125 when I got pregnant with you. And I was 198 the day you were born. Mm -hmm. And I left the hospital at 189 pounds. And I thought, what have I done? Yeah. Because they didn't really tell you. I mean, my sister-in-law, Aunt Rose would always be, you're eating for two. You're eating for two. Oh, here, have some more. Yeah. And then I got really good at having some more. And I Well, if you let yourself, it's really easy to do it all the time. Oh, yeah. And I just got good at it. And the little, they used to have that little honesty People would bring around, um, they had these treats. There were businesses that you didn't have vending machines. I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. they had these little boxes with treats and it was on the honor system and you just put the coins in and you took out whatever treat. And the gal would come in to refill our our honesty system, honor system. And I'd say, can you put a whole bunch more brownies in there? Because I got these... The cosmic brownies. The cosmic brownies. Every day I had one or two packages. Plus I had a blizzard every day. 
I cannot believe that. I loved being pregnant, but I didn't love after I was pregnant. Yeah. So, so far I have gained 8.6 pounds in well, four months. There you go. And yeah, I'm going to try. Just be healthy. Don't get preeclampsia. I mean, that's great, but that's majorly genetic. And like, I have high blood pressure. Although last time it was great. The 113 over 81, that is quality for No, me. that's good. Okay, get this. This is how different it was having babies back when I had my babies. Okay. And you. So Dusty was born in 1981. That's Dusty's my nephew. Yep. Which is two years out before I had my first baby. Mm-hmm. The doctor was smoking in the delivery room at what? Centralia Hospital. Yes. That is insane. And um, Dusty's mom was smoking in, she'd come out and visit us. You know, she was supposed to walk around and get labor going. And we didn't, this was the first niece or nephew. This was the first grandchild in our family. So our family, we were camping out till the baby was born. I mean, we were there on goodness, Sunday morning. And finally I had to go to work. I want to say Monday. I might have my days mixed up. But anyway, we were all there for literally 24 hours until I had to go to work and I ran and I got my makeup on and went to work. And doggone it, if right after I got to work, I got a phone call that he was born. Are you kidding me? No. And I, but did, wait, I did she was smoking too? She was smoking too. And it just, it wasn't the thing that it is. And she said, no, the doctor said I should do it because it calms my nerves and there's no point in stopping right as I'm in labor. I mean, at that point. She has a point. I, it was just <laughs> such a different world. And now like, okay, so fast forward, like because Dominic, my first baby died of crib death um, uh-huh. at three months old. Um, I was terrified that what had I, what on earth had I done that he would die? Cause I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't take drugs. So I thought, well, was it his vaccinations? Was it some kind of, cause I had Demerol when I was in labor with him. I wasn't sure. So when Mario- it's a pain. It, it numbs your, takes the edge off of it. Oh, okay. Um, so when Mario came along, I told his dad, no matter what, do not, do not let me take any medications at all because I don't want to risk it. And Mario was way bigger than Dominic. He was 9'1". And uh, they had to end up breaking his collarbone, <sighs> which it. now they would have not said you were too far along and they would have just taken that vacuum and C-section. Oh, yeah. C-section. But anyway... I thought, well, what on earth was I thinking? And uh, you, hey, come to you. They called it a saddle block, which I I guess that's an epidural, but they gave you a shot actually in your spine, which I think that's why my back still hurts some days. Um, But anyway, now when Natalie- Don't scare me. It's not the same anymore. Natalie had this little pump that it's called an epidural. And if you're uncomfortable, you just pump it a little bit more. Natalie's my niece that remember did, I was did in the hospital Did she have a nice, like, calm, recently. happy birth? She's, you know, Natalie's always so positive that who knows? She would put a smile on if you smashed her foot, I think. Oh, my goodness. But um, she had the little, the little pump, and she'd just give it a little more pump. And I thought, <laughs> that is pretty slick. So we'll see what's different. But there was no smoking even on the hospital grounds. Yeah. Like not even outside, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Very different world. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm just, I'm excited to see what it what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what did you want to talk about? Okay, um, I think we should read this neat little thing that I'll start it off. Okay. Because we want to make sure we're talking about our country. We love our country. 
were a little concerned. I think my biggest thing this week with politics, if you will, that concerns me and bothers me, it's one thing if you um, you do the pride celebrations. That's, you know, your thing. It's, you know, we all have our, our beliefs and I'm, I have mine and that's not really part of it, but I love everybody. Um, but what does frustrate and, and offend me is in New York City, in Seattle, and in several areas, there were men that were completely naked in, in some of those parades and there were children around. Yeah. And that that's infringing on children's innocence. Well, and people say like it's it's on us for like sexualizing it, but no, it's it's not appropriate. It's not classy, it's vulgar, it's crude. Yeah. It's not, you know, we're a civilized society. And that's that's disrespectful. Yeah, I agree. And so sorry, not about it. Love you all, but not about it. And um I think we need you know, it used to be that would be called indecent exposure and you would get arrested. I, yeah, I was surprised that that wasn't happening. Well, but this there's is, some places that it's legal. To have your britches off? I don't know about your britches, but like there's some place, like, I don't know about britches, mom. I don't think so. I don't think it's legal to have your pants off. Okay. I know that you can have your, your like, as a woman, you can have your chest out, like, in like, there's parts of California. Yeah. And I guess in Washington, D.C., too. I think we should be respectful of other people. And I don't think that's, you know, forget if, if you're not going to th- talk about my religious beliefs, just talk about respectful. That's not respectful. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I'm bringing that up because I really want to think about our country and people don't realize when we had our Declaration of Independence come, we, we had our Declaration of Independence, but Thomas Jefferson was really concerned that it wasn't enough and Madison thought, well, you know, the government can't do anything that's not laid out by the Constitution. I'll I'll tell you what it says because I thought it was interesting. And people don't realize, they think, oh, they accidentally put that in there. No, they didn't. Why does James Madison not want to have a Bill of Rights? The authors of the Federalist Papers, including James Madison, argued for ratification of the Constitution without a Bill of Rights. They thought no list of rights could be complete and that therefore it was best to make no list at all. But Jefferson, he said he wanted the Constitution to be accompanied by a written Bill of Rights to guarantee personal liberties, such as freedom of religion, freedom of the press. I don't think he realized how biased it would be one day. Freedom from standing armies, trial by jury, and habeas corpus. And Jefferson's correspondence with James Madison helped to convince Madison to introduce a Bill of Rights into the first Congress after radical ratification by the requisite number of states. The first 10 amendments to the Constitution, known as the Bill of Rights, went into effect in 1791. So we got our Constitution in 1776, and the Bill of Rights were ratified in 1791. But the thing is, um, this little paper that Grandma Jan sent last night, it's talking about the people that signed the Declaration of Independence. We think, oh, they just signed it and everybody was happy and life went on happily ever after. Yeah. That was not really the case. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off and then you can go, go from there. Okay. So it starts out, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. With this last sentence of our Declaration of Independence, the 56 signers not only committed themselves to uncompromising, complete devotion to the American Republic, but they also charted a path for all patriots to come. When the signers of the Declaration committed themselves, 
To this pledge, they also signed the warrants for their own doom at the hands of the greatest military force the world had known to that point. They did not know whether General Washington and the Continental Army would be successful. Quite to the contrary, there was little reason to believe they would. This is what makes their commitment so very courageous. And um, if you'll go ahead from here and yeah. read what happened. I feel like we're at church when we're reading, like, <laughs> you know, when they're like, okay, now you read the next Bible verse. Do you remember in Sunday school when they would do that? Well, it helped us to all be invested. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. Okay. So it says, what happened to the signers? Have you ever wondered what happened to the 56 who signed the Declaration of Independence? Five signers were captured by the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons in the Revolutionary Army. Another had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 fought and died from wounds of hardships of the Revolutionary War. It says, what kind of people were they? 24 were lawyers and... Uh, jurists, 11 were merchants, 9 were farmers, and large plantation owners, men of means, well-educated. But they signed the Declaration of Independence knowing full well that the penalty would be death if they were captured. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. So they were the dedication. They weren't ignorant, and they, they put it all on the line for this country and for our freedoms. Yeah. They truly fought for freedom. Like, that is sacrifice. Yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't some secret backroom cut that they were going to get. Yeah. Um, Carter Braxton, a wealthy Virginian planter and trader, saw his ships swept from the seas by the British, the British Navy. He sold his home and properties to pay his debts and died in rags. Wow. Uh, Thomas McKean was so hounded by the British that he was forced to move his family constantly. He served in the Congress without pay, and his family was kept in hiding. His um, possessions were taken from him and poverty was his reward. I just think this is, it's just such a drastic difference from a lot of the things we see today. The way like, our think of the sacrifice. It, it was for the people. Yeah. It was principled. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I know there's stories that people will have and they'll bring to the table, but the main principle wasn't, it was sacrifice yeah. and it was freedom and it was patriotism. Yeah. Vandals or soldiers or both looted the properties of Ellery. Um, oh, gosh. Where does, the, where does this go? Clim oh, Ellery, Clymer Hall, uh, Walton, Gwinnett, Hayward, Rutledge, and Middleton. At the Battle of Yorktown, Thomas Nelson Jr. noted that the British General Cornwallis had taken over the Nelson home for his headquarters. The owner quietly urged General George Washington to open fire. The home was destroyed and Nelson died bankrupt. Lastly... Francis Lewis had his home and properties destroyed. His wife jailed. She died within a few months. And then, hold on. There's more, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this was published in a Thurston County, Washington paper, which... Which is a little surprising. Lately, I feel like anything to do with the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, I, I think it's getting a little bit... Yeah. Are right, you ready for blurry. the last part? Yeah. It says, John Hart was driven... Uh, sorry, John Hart was driven from his wife's bedside as she was dying. Their 13 children fled for their lives. His fields and his gristmill were laid to waste. He lived more than a year in the wild, returning home to find his wife dead and his children vanished. A few weeks later, he died from exhaustion and a broken heart. Norris and Livingston suffered similar fates. These were not wild-eyed, rabble-rousing ruffians. They were soft-spoken men of means and education. They had security, but they valued liberty more. 
It's incredible. Yeah. These weren't like men that had nothing and were fighting to have something. These were men that valued their freedom above anything else. Mm -hmm. And they fought so that we could have the freedoms that we have today and not be controlled. Which I, I so, I'm so grateful. I love this country. I'm grateful for it. And I just hope as we enjoy our day off and the fireworks and the potato salad and the red, white, and blue bikinis that, um, maybe buying one <laughs> <laughs> that, that we enjoy it. So, um, kind of going in with that, I, uh, have been doing summer school with Kylie and Dominic. Those are my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. You're, and, uh, Tonight, I have a book, Understanding the, the Bill of Rights, and it's on a children's level, but the next couple of nights, I'll read that with them just so they have an appreciation, and their mom and dad do a really good job with that anyway, but I thought I would read that. I and, think that's going to be so good. Enjoy. Mom, are you excited? I'm always excited, yeah. Are they doing well in school? <laughs> well, they are. Okay, so Dominic is four. I have to no. No, don't do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, he's four. <laughs> Oh, he's working on his R's. He's doing a really good job. But he's only four in March, and he knows all of his ABCs, and he knows the sounds they make. And we're kind of fine-tuning that. And last night I was taking little cards. and Did you use the cards that we used with Kylie? No, I have different ones. Okay. And I was showing him how it's magical now that you can put these cards together and make different words. And showing him kind of how they Does sounded he like that? out. I think he's right on the edge. Kylie read before she was five, and I think Dom will. will it was too. crazy. She's a very good reader now, mm -hmm. and but she was a good reader before she was five. Like, it was incredible. Yeah. So and and we, I try really hard to make it fun. Like if we're doing counting, I'm working on numbers with Dom because he can count to twenty, but if you pull a number out of order. It's a little tricky for him. So now we're working on recognizing the number and the value. If he can get those one, the one through nines mm -hmm. memorized, mm -hmm. everything else will come easily. And he's, he's right there. Um, but I'm using like starburst candies or That's like what you chocolate did with me. chips. Yeah. And he doesn't even care if he eats them all. He just, he likes using the candies yeah. for the counting. And um, then we did some adding. So... That's what we're doing with Dom is in sight words. I know which sight words they're working on at school. So that's what I'm doing with Dom. Kylie, on the other hand, is very annoyed and stressed out because she did fantastic with her multiplication zero through two. But, what do you mean zero through two? You know, her multiplication tables, like knowing them fast, like well, drills. You know, the zero times tables, the ones, and then you get to the twos. Yeah. Two times six is 12. You know, yeah. that. fantastic. Easy peasy. We started the threes last night and, and she wanted, okay. When I first was working with her on multiplication, I would say, um, like three times six, I would th say three, six times. But Mario, who's an engineer said, mom, that's not how you say it. Because when you get to more difficult math, it'll mess her, mess her up her thinking. And because I don't do difficult math, I have no clue. What I just do real world math. Huh? I said, I just do real world math. No, like, but, but this is how he says children should think of multiplication. No, no, I get what he's saying. I'm saying like, for me, she will get those classes. I, I didn't need that. No, that wasn't yours and it wasn't mine, but I think his I children think she will. will. Yeah. yeah. But he said, teach multiplication instead of three, six times. It's three piles of six. And he said, every time she sees the multiplication, it should mean piles of. He said, it will help her with more advanced math. So- out came the chips because she was trying to add, but she potato would mess chips? up. Oh, no, she'd probably like potato chips. But 
What she was trying to do is add three and three is six and three is eight, oh, and you know, instead of nine up. is instead of nine. So I said, okay, I can see you're adding. You're not doing the piles of. So we worked on that and Huli's working on, have you ever heard, I knew counting by threes. We'd say counting by threes. Now the new term is skip counting. What's that? So you can skip count by threes, skip count by fours. And you, and that means counting by. So today. Would that be like, if you were doing it before, it's like four, eight, 12, 16, 20, 24. Yep. But now they okay. refer to it as skip counting because Huli, Kylie and Dom's mom is a school teacher. So I kind of have her there to help me. I'm like, okay, how are we going to do this? She said, if you work on skip counting first, she'll get her multiplication. That's be- true. Because my goal, and Kylie is going into the third grade. My goal is that she has everything through her tens, multiplication times 10 down really well. And if we have time, we'll work on 11s and 12s. Yeah, but- you should get up to 12, but absolutely. Yeah, so that's kind of what we're doing. And um, they're earning money. At the end of each session, they earn a dollar and they go put it in their wallet. Wow. You know, like real life because they're going to the Keys this summer and I want them to be able to understand, okay, I earned it. I'm they're buying gonna be sorely something. disappointed how little money that is. I know. I know. But anyway, <laughs> they have little wallets and they run it up and they put it in their wallets. And um, then they, you know, we do some fun. I try to throw some fun in. And tonight we're going to do... Um, this reading of the Bill of Rights. I think that's going to be awesome, Mom. I'm really excited for them. I'm, I'm excited. It's going really well. Um, what about you? What else you got going on? Nothing. How about the Purple Heart Award? Oh my gosh! Today? What was that? No, I I was trying to make Mark feel good or feel better. Yeah, but I it was a horrible comparison, and I, I stopped. Well, he stopped me, but I was going to stop myself. I was like, mm, this is not good. But like. I said the word one, which I wasn't actually thinking like, oh, this is a lottery. I, w- I know that, you know, a Purple Heart is awarded. Exactly. And I knew that you knew that. And I knew that you were trying to make Mark feel better. But people that don't, don't know me or that don't listen regularly don't understand how ingrained your background is in military. Yeah. And or maybe if they had somebody who had been awarded the Purple Heart yeah, might be offended. And I... I can appreciate that, but I know you weren't trying to be disrespectful to no, anybody. No, not at all. My point was like that, that, you know, award never goes away. You know, it, it, it's not like, okay, it's expired, you know? No. Matter of fact, let me look it up. But my point is like, if you win an award, don't feel bad, like keeping it up. <laughs> no. What's he, what's he, so this is Mark's fixing up the green room for guests. Is that what it is? Yeah. Things on the wall and such, um, you know, to keep it entertaining while they're waiting. And he's got um, Kay's kids coming up. Yeah, we have Kay's kids. I believe it's the 17th of July. That's exciting. Okay, so this is the Purple Heart. And I know that you knew this, but just to clarify to the person who called into the show today, the Purple Heart Medal is presented to service members who have been wounded or killed. So that would be their heirs if they're killed. As a result of enemy action while serving in the U.S. military, a Purple Heart is a solemn distinction and means a service member has greatly sacrificed themselves or paid the ultimate price while in the line of duty. And I know you would never want to disrespect that. And that was not your intention. Absolutely. But I felt so bad for you when I heard that call come in. I thought, oh, she knows she wasn't being like that. I was like, I promise I wasn't being disrespectful. Like, No, no, I knew that. Or even trying to, like, I know, obviously, like, who thinks that people are just like giving out, like, purple hearts. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's people that don't even know what the purple heart is. 
yeah, uh, is um, I was presented just the only for. like award I could think of at the moment. Right. Well, yeah, it's not a. I get you. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so, like at the same token, like the awards that Mark wins are not just given out like willy nilly either. You have to no. like be the best. No, and he is really, really fantastic at what he yeah. at what he Granted, does. He's not dying for people, and I don't think that. That was not the point. No, although I appreciate what he does. Yeah. Um, California bill. Did you hear this one? Mm, which thing? I'm afraid this is really going to be bigger than um, people think it is. If a parent doesn't affirm the gender that the child identifies with, they can lose custody. Are you serious? It's a bill. Did it pass? It hasn't passed, but... That was really, I heard that in the news this week. That was something. That is crazy. So. Can you imagine? No. Do you remember? I, it was actually when we were living in California. Okay, guys, don't think I'm weird. But I remember I was probably like seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I was such a tomboy. Mm-hmm. With your long braid past your fanny. Yeah, but I was, I had this cute little wicker white mirror in my room. Mm-hmm. And I remember standing like with my shirt off like, it sounds weird, but I was like seven. Mm-hmm. Um, standing with my shirt off and looking in the mirror. And like, I didn't look super feminine other than my really long hair. <laughs> and like, I liked all the boy things. And I, re- I remember thinking, and I, I might have even told it to you. I don't know because but, I didn't care. It's like, go play and have fun. Yeah, but it didn't matter. I remember thinking, I was like, I feel like I should be a boy. Like, I don't have, I didn't have tatas. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was standing shirtless, I, I you know, when you're that age, you can pass for a girl or a boy. Like, you, you can't tell. And, you know, you know and this is something I, I guess I have to learn more because I honestly, and I'm being honest to anyone, if I offend anyone, that's absolutely not my heart. But I feel like we always ran a pretty wholesome home. And we we weren't really caught up in whether you were a boy or you were a girl. It wasn't even really a conversation. It was like... Do well in school, go play, have fun, love eat Jesus. dinner, love Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it just wasn't. No, that was like a fleeting thought. You know what I mean? Right. And so I don't, I don't know why there's this, it seems like this, it's this huge, huge thing anymore. And I like the expression, let kids be kids. Yeah. Well, and people argue it's because of like, like kids' identities are so important and they need to have their identity in X, Y, and Z and like. I mean, and maybe it's because my identity is in Christ. Yeah. But like when you're a kid, like what is your identity is ever changing? Like kids are so weird. Are you kidding me? You'll be like, oh, did you, uh, what did you do this weekend? They'll be like, oh, I went to, um, to outer space and I saw an alien. Oh, did you really do that? No, I didn't go to outer space and I didn't see an alien. Like they're insane. Kids are crazy and they will tell like the dumbest lies and like, I'm not saying that they're liars. I'm just saying like no, no, it's they'll just, make up fantasies in their head. And like, because kids kind of live in fantasy land, at least they should be able to, you know, as children. And why, why be this serious at such, why make kids grow up before they have to? And to have fun. And I never stopped you from doing anything. Like when you tore your pants playing football, I wanted to make sure that you, you did what you wanted with you that football. You kept playing football. <laughs> you go girl. And, um. And I and I didn't care. And if and Mario wanted to play, gosh, he's gonna listen. No, he doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> he, so Danielle and um, Danielle, his little cousin, was playing with Barbies, and he wanted to play. So I bought him a Ken doll. You know, 
don't here. know about Kendall. But yeah. anyway, I said, I didn't care. And then the next thing he was doing is he was playing football. It didn't matter. So anyway, I don't know what that's all about. I, I really don't understand why we're not just encouraging kids to be kids yeah. and, and loving them and eat your dinner and do your homework and oh yeah, all that kind of stuff. No, so I completely agree. I Mom. guess I have a lot to learn and I, I don't understand and I just love them all, but that was something No, I think that's, I think that's really great. I, I just like kids be kids. Yeah. This is like, this is not transphobic or anything. No. But like, it just, it, they're children. I don't. I really don't see a group of children on the playground and single them out. I'm like, let's play Red Rover. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like that was just, it was never even a conversation. I'm not that old. I'm 27. That was never a conversation even when I was a child. Like, that, and it, it, it wasn't like a hate thing. It just, that didn't even cross. I, I don't think it genuinely crosses kids kids minds unless it's a fleeting thought like I like I had do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and 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 I didn't get caught up on it I'm like well you're a girl c- come and eat dinner you know yeah let's go swimming guys it, I also I don't think I'm a boy let me just clarify yeah but I just was I was such a tomboy I was like I feel like I was supposed to be a boy <laughs> yeah, so anyway that was interesting which I definitely wasn't like look like I'm a very feminine adult <laughs> I'm gonna switch back to uh summertime vacations because you were kind of talking about your vacations, but I thought, I thought of something cool. I wrote down on my list, cool things that you and Casey have done for vacations. Have we done a lot of cool vacations? Well, you've done some cool things. One of the things that you and Casey did that I'm really drawn to, and I've never done it, is Casey built a homemade camper. It was really cool. And what did he do? He built it on a flatbed trailer. Yeah, he built it on a trailer. And And we took it to the beach and we had movie nights in it and we like got two um, portable Bluetooth speakers. They like actually can come together for one, but you can split them and put them on two and we put them one on each side of the, the camper because it was just enough room for a bed, and, but there was a shelf above the bed. Mm-hmm. And we had an iPad that we propped up um, in the middle. Mm-hmm. There was a window that we could open because it, you know, there wasn't a lot of ventilation. Right. <laughs> so we could open the window, um, but we could play surround sound. <laughs> <laughs> the movie on the iPad and watching, we had little twinkly lights up. And you camped right on the ocean. Right on the beach. I don't think we're allowed to do that anymore. I heard they changed it. Yeah. Oh, um, that would have been so neat to just camp right. I know. We I would, always dreamt of doing that. We would love to do that now even, but you just can't. Um, Are there any areas of the beach you can still camp on? There might be. I'm not sure. Was but, this in Fernandina Beach or Amelia Island? Yeah, or? It, was, it was, it might've been. Like Peter's Point or okay. American Beach. I can't remember. Anyway, but we did that. It was super fun. Um, and we had a little, little like kitchenette area in the back of it where like Casey could like ha- have all of our dishes and stuff. So we could like- What did it over. just pop down or something? It opened up. Like uh-huh. it had a little door that opened up where there was like shelving. And so you could keep, could keep your food and your dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. How cute is that? He's was, really talented. He's fantastic. It you, was really cool. You know, I read something the other day because we're we're going so fast as an economy, a country, and the jobs are changing. But it said that individuals who can do things will always have a job. Yeah, Casey will always have a job no matter what. He can do everything. And it's true. That's the hardest thing to find. Like you can call a company and you can find somebody to fix your computer or this or that. But when it comes to fixing your car 
or putting in window, you know, those talents, those, those skills. skills. Yeah. I really would love to see that supported more as a job option. Yeah. I, I think so too. And I think it's like really, I mean, I used to think before I met Casey, like I, the man that I married had to have a college education and like they had to have gone to school um, all four years, X, Y, and Z. But I think Casey has really changed my perspective on that. Well, and I don't think you settled. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I, I think God gave you, because I prayed about who you would marry someday. Yeah. I prayed from the time I got pregnant. Yeah, and and Casey is the prime example of like college was not for him, but he did, like he went to dive school, which now he's not a diver now, but- um, He could though, he's still certified, he could, isn't he, he? Yeah, he likes it, but he just makes better money now. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But- he is prime example of like, not everyone needs to go to college. And what does Casey do now? And Casey is a manager at a, a car, like a car repair shop. And he does lots of the repairing. He, he does lots of the repairing, but he does lots of the bookwork side too, mm-hmm. which is not his favorite because he loves to tinker mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, he's great at mani- managing. He's, he's brilliant when it comes to cars. And if somebody can't find out what's wrong with something, he'll be able to find it out. Well, and dad and I quit calling on Casey. We He wouldn't even charge us and we would insist on giving him some money, but I never felt like we gave him enough. But yeah, we but you don't use him. Like, no. It's acceptable for no, you to call him. No, but you know, that's his that's his livelihood. No, I know. Um, also, you guys always treat him more than fair. So it's good. Well, I hope so. Um, but no, he like, I mean, I had always thought that maybe like that I want all my kids to go to college and I'm not saying that I don't. Mm-hmm. I want them to for sure have a passion and whatever they're passionate about, they need to like pursue. Um, You can't just like, you know, get done with high school and then just not do anything. (laughs) That's not an option. Um, And and I I think college is a great option, but I don't think it's the only option. Well, I think if you're passionate and you follow your passion, yeah, you can turn it into something more. Absolutely. But if you're just, if you're just going along with it, like if you go to law school and you're not passionate about it, you might be a lawyer but maybe you won't be a great lawyer and maybe you won't be happy. Absolutely. Well, we mom are at about a minute in, or an hour and two minutes. Yeah. So we should probably wrap up soon. Alrighty. Well, let's do that. I hope everyone has a happy Independence Day and enjoys this wonderful country. And maybe just remember all the sacrifices and wonderful things about our country and help keep it free. So we hope you have a fantastic Independence Day and we'll talk to you next week. God bless. All right. Bye. Bye.